0: All right, welcome to the City on the Hill podcast, episode number one. I am Corey Mitchell. Demetrius Kilpatrick. And we are glad to uh, be here today to present a podcast. Demetrius has been wanting to do this for a long time. I'm all for it. You're all yep. for it. I think we're prepared. We hope you enjoy it. We're going to be talking tonight about our beliefs. And so you kind of know what you're going to get from us in this podcast. But we believe the truth should be spread. Don't hide from it like a city on a hill cannot be hidden. We're not trying to hide anything including our beliefs and we are very strong in our faith and we want to share that with you so that you can have something to listen to and possibly strengthen your faith as well. All right, now we're gonna get down to basic beliefs of Christianity. Uh, We've already discussed, we're not going to promote any certain denomination. Uh, We won't steer away from um, certain topics. We're gonna talk about what's biblical and biblical only. And if that fits into your denomination, fantastic. If it doesn't, uh, we're going to still talk about the Bible. So that's where we're at. So let's start here, Demetrius. Who is God? God?
1: God had a plan way before the earth existed for a plan for his son, Jesus Christ, to save the world way before the earth existed. Right. So... Then, he, then Jesus, creator of the universe, because that's who created
0: That's That's, the, that's what the Bible the tells us, yes.
1: Then the helper, the Holy Spirit.
0: Right. So the Trinity. So you believe that there Trinity. is a Trinity that is God. Uh, I believe the same as well. I believe that the Bible clearly teaches it. Uh, the word Trinity is not in the Bible, right? And that's an argument everybody makes Godhead. Right. Some Godhead. Uh, the. Uh, original word Elohim is plural, that we get God from in the very beginning, in Genesis. Um, and so I like the way you put that. Uh, right off the bat, when you talk about God, you're talking about before material creation, before everything we know and are made of, you're saying God existed. Okay. Uh, I believe that wholeheartedly as well. And I believe the Trinity, um, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the had a plan of what was going to happen with material uh, creation that they were about to embark upon. And I believe that we're part of that plan. I believe the Bible tells us that plan and really not much else. I think that's what the Word of God is to us, uh, which is it takes a lot off of us. If you're trying to figure out all the stuff the world's trying to figure out uh, about... Um, where everything came from in the universe and if aliens are gonna visit us sometime soon and why all the diseases, why all that? We really don't need to worry about that. The Bible tells us all of that. Uh, it tells us where we came from, what our purpose is, where we're going. Um, what else do you need to know? And then Jesus came uh, to take that all up. So uh, to me, I'll, I'll just answer, God is the sovereign being of, of everything. He is, he's, there's only one true God. Uh, There are other gods. They were all created by him as well. They have decided to rebel. Some of them have decided to stay loyal to him. Those are the holy angels. Uh, I believe the second person, the Trinity, is the one who came incarnate in flesh to become Jesus Christ. I believe after he accomplished uh, the plan of salvation for us and to uh, please God, he returned to glory. And I believe that the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, now came, abides in us, And he is the one here with us on earth. Uh, Jesus is in heaven uh, with the Father. Uh, He's mediating for us. He's planning uh, for our future. And uh, I think that's all well scripted in the Bible and falls into our belief system very well. Uh, Anything uh, else you would want to add that's confusing to people, uh, maybe with uh, people thinking that we worship three gods? It's a tough one, Ryan. It's a tough one. But I know your belief system.
1: Well, it's tough to understand. We can't, in our minds, we can't picture that. We can't think about that. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They're not here. Three gods. Whatever. one being. Mm-hmm. You, that's what people have a hard time understanding. Right. Is you can't think about it. God the Father who created, not not created, but had a plan. Right. Jesus Christ, the Creator, the Holy Spirit, the helper. The Holy Spirit lives inside you. Right. That's where you get the help from understanding the Bible, reading the Bible, knowledge from. That's what that's exactly right. That's yes. where it comes from. Yes. So when Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit descended like a dove. Okay. God the Father came down, voice came down from heaven. Okay. this my beloved Son, whom I am well pleased, listen to him and observe everything that he teaches
0: you. Okay. So, So you're saying that there is easily found in the Bible all three persons of the Trinity in separate forms, yet simultaneously at the same time existing in our plane in in it's perfectly written it's not confusing not confusing so there's a there's a the father speaking from heaven as in transit the holy spirit is coming down onto the son who has been born of a virgin who has flesh on him now he's actually in a river with his cousin john the baptist being baptized and about to start a ministry to save the world and that's all in the bible
1: the Bible. It's not hidden. It's, you got a different
0: Bible than everybody else? It right here. And that's just a regular Bible. It's, regular it's Bible. not the Trinity Bible. It's the Holy Bible. So how do we have a confusion in this world today? Why are people so against the fact that all three of the Trinity are seen at the same time? And that's not the only time. The very beginning of the Bible. You see the Spirit above the water and you see uh, God talking. They're speaking with each other in creation. It's later in the Bible when we're talking about Jesus Christ, pre-incarnate. He is actually the one who created all things. All things were created for him and through him and by him. And so uh, the second person of the Trinity, is he's created everything for himself. And the Father and the Spirit are there as well. So actually, we see the Trinity there as well. And that's not the only places in the Bible. And I'm just glad you brought that up. I'm glad you said it the way you did. Because it's really... It's not a point that can be easily argued it's in the Bible it's very clear three persons make God do we worship three separate gods no no we do not the Trinity is God that's how um, that's how we say they they have always been God is one um, and that's that's it we believe it it's seen in the Bible can I explain it no. I do not have the capacity to explain it, but here's what I do know. Each one of them has their own role, even in salvation. Uh, the Father forgives those who loves the, the Son. The Son glorifies the Father, who in turn glorifies Him. And those that He accepts into salvation glorify Him in return and receive salvation from the Father. Uh, and the Spirit abides with us and seals us and keeps us until that day. It's all throughout the Bible, the Trinity working together for all things. Right. I, I think that's as clear clear cut as an explanation as we could give.
1: And there's the Great Commission, right?
0: Great Commission.
1: After his resurrection, Jesus said, Go make disciples right. of all nations. We are disciples. Go make disciples of all nations, baptizing yes. them in the name of the Father, the Son,
0: oh.
1: and the Holy Spirit.
0: Jesus Another said time. It. So Jesus said that. Jesus has named the Father, Himself, and the Holy Spirit in the Great Commission. So Jesus believes in the Trinity. Very interesting. I think that if we're going to follow Christ and he believes in the Trinity, then we should also probably believe in the Trinity, right? Um, and, and, and we're kind of saying that tongue-in-cheek because so many people argue this point and they get very angry about it and uh, they, they call names, whatever. Well, the truth of the matter is, it's very clear in the Bible, um, your salvation depends on the Trinity. It's I mean, that's... that's that's how it is, right? It's just who is Because Jesus said if you don't love him, you don't love the Father. That's exactly right. And they their love for, for each other um, was before creation. During creation, it will be forever. And Jesus prays in that high priestly prayer that he wants us to be, to feel that same love that he and the Father have. Um, now, uh, I believe that all three were spirit. It says that the Father's spirit. Obviously, the Holy Spirit must be spirit. And Jesus has not taken on a human body and then has a resurrected body. We're promised those bodies. Um, So Jesus has been, um, once again, if you're talking about uh, where Jesus is now, and this is a big argument that there's only one throne in heaven, even though uh, it's mentioned multiple times in the Bible, there's more than one throne in heaven. And uh, I mean, even the disciples get thrones. Right? So I don't know why they say, keep saying this one through He says he sits at the right hand of the Father, who is spirit. He's the only one that's seen him. Um, he's the only one that's been there. John, in, uh, when he receives the revelation, he sees Christ as the lamb slain. I don't know what that means. But I do know this. He, he recognizes Jesus as the fulfillment of the gospel. And he sees him like that in heaven. Uh, and then he also sees those worshiping the, the throne of heaven as well. So I, I do believe um, that Jesus is with the Father and exactly what the Scriptures say.
1: And if you want, there's a lot of people that
0: don't get this statement.
1: <clears throat> there's a lot of people that don't don't get this statement, believe that you can go to heaven any other way. Well, there's no other way besides Jesus Christ. Right. Because in John 14, 6, everybody knows the verse. It's the most, most popular verse out here. Right. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and life that nobody comes to the Father except through him. That's it. Right. You're not going to the Father. You're not going to heaven if you don't put Jesus first.
0: Right. Yeah, What? once the gospel has been uh, reached to you, the gospel is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, the good news is, is Jesus Christ revealing uh, God to the world, God the Father to the world. He reveals himself to the world, and he reveals the Spirit to the world. And so... Uh, there can't be any other name. Um, once the gospel has been given, it has to be the gospel of Jesus Christ, because no other name would would give that. Uh, the gospel means good news. There's good. You can get good news, and it have nothing to do with Jesus Christ. You can't get that kind of good news. The eternal salvation good news only comes through the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I think another misconception is is believing that Jesus existed is that enough? To save you, you don't think that it's not so. When we say believe in Jesus, does that—that's not historically believing in Him? Like I believe in Abraham Lincoln, no. it's not the same. That's, that's not it, right? There has to be more to it. What What does Jesus say salvation looks like? Uh, what to you? When I say what would Jesus say, salvation looks like?
1: Salvation is important. You gotta have it. First off, you you can say it with your mouth all you want. Jesus is God. But at the same time, don't believe He's God. Right. So so you have faking it. Faking it. Right. If you truly, like Romans ten nine says, if you put if you confess with your mouth and believe in your ma- believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, it's easy. You will be saved. Right. Not just not going to getting up to church and saying the sinner's prayer. No. Right. You have to Believe, Jesus is the Son of God, and you will be saved. Believe in your heart.
0: Don't don't just say, He's God. It can't just be empty words. No. Right. Uh, I, I, I remember uh, preaching on that one time, and, and when it says, uh, when you claim out of your mouth, when you confess, which confessing is to agree with. So when you agree with Almighty God, because that's who you're agreeing with, Um, A, you have to believe in Almighty God to agree with Him. So if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, I'm agreeing with the supreme God of all existence that His gospel is true because of His Son, Jesus. And that not only do I believe that Jesus existed, I also believe that He has been given all authority over everything. And because of that, The word Lord in the Bible was used for God Almighty by the Jews and also by Caesar to the Romans. When you are going to step out and say Jesus is God, the Jews were going to be mad at you. If you were going to say Jesus is God or Lord, you're going to say he even trumps Caesar. Both of those could have been death penalties for you. There's a lot more weight than like you're saying. You can't just wake up and go, "Yay, Jesus is Lord. I'm saved now. When you say Jesus is Lord, it means there is no authority above him. He is equal to God the Father, and he is greater than any man that takes an authoritative position on earth. So when you said that, those people literally were putting their lives on the line. And when you confess that with God, you're saying, I agree with everything. Now, God tells us that he sent Jesus, that Jesus came to earth for salvation, that he died on the cross. He literally died. His physical body ceased to be alive. And then he rose again through his own power, through the power of God, the power of the Holy Trinity. He rose again, and then he ascended back into heaven for mankind. You have to believe all that, too. Now, you have to believe that, I guess, if you've heard that, yeah. right? Uh, because uh, really quickly, just let's just touch on this for a second. The thief on the cross—is that an anomaly, or can anyone be saved the same as him? I mean, is right. his, his belief obviously was strong enough to, for was, salvation, and he was a—he
1: was a thief,
0: thief criminal. He said he deserved to be yeah. hanging on the cross. He must have known he did something bad. He went obviously—he believed because he believed that Jesus Christ was Lord of a kingdom, and this is why we know this. His statement was, "When you enter your kingdom." So that means he knew that Jesus was a king of a kingdom. Now, hanging on a cross with all his skin torn off, most people would have trouble believing that he was a king of a kingdom because none of his army showed up to get him off the cross. No representatives from his kingdom showed up. This is what everybody was saying, right? As they're spitting on him, no one came to his aid. His own disciples ran away. John was there with his mother. But, But there's no one to 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 show to to help him no one came for the king right This this is people's mindset this man hanging on a cross beside him saw something in Jesus Christ and said when you enter your kingdom now when is he going to enter his kingdom he's about to die this man's faith given to him by God through the Holy Spirit he confessed with his mouth that Jesus was Lord if people don't see that then they have a problem understanding the gospel they have a problem understanding confessing with your mouth that man from his mouth told Jesus Christ, you are Lord and King of a, dom- of a dominion, a domain, a kingdom. And if my name is even in your mind when you go, that's worth everything. Is that not saying you're Lord? That's giving all the authority to Jesus Christ. And guess what? Today you'll be with me in paradise. Right? Salvation. We're, we're hung up on prayers and creeds. We're hung up on how you do things and how you dress and how you come down the altar and what the name of your church is. We're hung up on all that. And everybody wants to push the thief on the cross into a different category because they don't like the fact that naming Jesus Christ Lord of all in here saves you. Because that's too easy. We don't want it to be that easy. But that's exactly what it is. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy.
1: And when we talk about church... We're talking about we. Right. We are the church. We're the church. We're the church. We're not talking about a building. No. Because when he... Rapture happens, he's coming to get his
0: church. Mm-hmm. And that's us. That's us. Right. That's us. And uh, there, there's nothing uh, there's nothing worse to me than the divisions in the church today. And we've forgotten, if I'm, if you meet someone that, with that has the Holy Spirit living inside of them, sealed into the day of salvation... You should be in one accord of them, one spirit, one baptism, one Father, one Lord. Is this biblical? It's all biblical. It's all taught in the Bible. We should, with any other pure believer of Jesus Christ, be able to sit down and be in total agreement with the everlasting kingdom of God. Everything else, we just read this in Titus the other day, everything else can be labeled as dissension or basically garbage. If you're arguing about... um, timelines and dates and genealogies, which it says right there, um, you know, you're becoming very unfruitful and unproductive. Uh, Like I said, it it may be fun to talk about parts of the Bible and this and that, but you don't argue with that when we should all be on the same page. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ paid for it. Jesus Christ is the one who, uh, it says, God owns your souls. He gives the souls as gifts to his son as a as a gift of love to him and the fact that to believe it or not just say it this way jesus earned it jesus earned the glory from us he earned it that's what you read in the gospels he earned it uh, by being god who stepped down into and to be and one of us and do what we couldn't which was pure obedience and so um, that's it so let's let's move forward we've got the gospel we've got salvation now who is that for who is salvation offered to
1: Israel, which right salvation was offered, offered to Israel, Israel through the Messiah, through the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And we are drafted in. Yes. Gentiles are drafted in Israel, but salvation salvation is for us who believe in Jesus Christ.
0: Right. So not the whole world, not, not everybody not that's born,
1: not the whole world. Right. Because but it's offered to the whole world, but it doesn't automatically it doesn't belong happen. to them. It doesn't. It doesn't yes. happen. Yes. So if you. Like I said, if you're saved, you're sealed through salvation. Not forever?
0: forever? Forever. Forever. Okay, so you can't you're telling me you can't tell the Holy Spirit to go somewhere else. You don't have authority over him. You don't have authority over. Him. So he's so so God chose to save you, right? It wasn't your doing. But you have the right to undo it. No? No. No. So you're saved forever. You're saved forever. Once you once you know Jesus is Lord of your life. You confess that to the Father. And the Holy Spirit indwells in you. You're saved forever. Jesus you said I
1: will never pluck you out of my hands.
0: Why, is that, That's the kind of Savior I want, right? Yeah. Why do people, I've always wondered this, why do they fight so hard for the ability to lose your salvation? What purpose would Almighty God do to step out of heaven, become one of us, do the things we could never do, and then to... Give us an opportunity later To change our minds Or to mess up so bad H- Had we not messed up so bad already Didn't he save us at our worst And he saved us by his mercy And not our deeds right, right. So, But our deeds would undo it Our deeds didn't get us saved But our deeds could undo it it's, Right So we we understand It says you are sealed until the day That Jesus redeems us Well that sounds forever to me and I hope, I hope everyone that listens to this understands where we're coming from on that. If you have a problem, if you believe you can lose your salvation because you lied, well, then you would have never gotten salvation because you lied then too. Right? The mercy of God already knew you were a liar or a cheater or a gambler or a drunk or a pedophile. They, they knew every bit of this. And if you say, listen, against all odds, Jesus Christ is Lord of all things. He has the authority to save me. You're saved. And
1: people tell you, well, what's saved? Always saves. I say, well, how
0: do you know that? Well, you're not God. I mean, God knows. Right. God well, knows. And who else needs to know? Yeah. Right. I mean, the Bible has guidelines to tell us we can have, I guess what you call, the best educated guess whether we're saved or not. We, we have that ability. But I can't see your soul. I can't. Um, I don't have access to whether you're saved or not. I can tell you this. If you've confessed with your mouth, and believed in your heart that Jesus uh, died and rose from the grave and is Lord of all, then you're saved. Now, Jesus also says that means that you'll keep the commandments and that you'll love each other and that you'll love the church and that you'll follow him with your cross and you'll follow the way he did it. Now, that's what I believe. I believe it should be pretty obvious. Well, in America,
1: it kind of makes me sick a little bit. America, there's this sin prayer.
0: Which is not biblical. I mean... The sinner's prayer is not in the Bible. No. The repeat after me, um, Jesus come into my heart and save you, or save me, um, you read it on the back of the card or the preacher says, repeat this after me or raise your hand if you want to be saved. Those things are not scripturally based uh, in anything. But
1: there's people in Africa, China, 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 Japan, who struggle, like who are scared. Who get actually yes, get it's a death them. sentence for them.
0: Yes, following Christ is literally a death sentence for them, and they do it anyway. They must believe He's Lord. That's confe- that's confe- that's salvation. That's salvation. Like, that's salvation. That's salvation. The American version is we have a magic formula that binds God into a contract to save you because we we all got together and published these cards that say, uh, "Jesus, I love you. I heard about you, and I want you to come into my heart and save me." And yet we never found that in the bible at all and this has been preached for years and years and years, years. and what happens is when people turn 25 30 years old uh, they just say yeah i got saved and they're thinking about a, a vacation bible school and they're saying i got saved well i'm being saved all the time i am in a continual state of god saving me he's saving me because i have the holy Spirit. I believe Christ is the ultimate authority. I believe he's the perfect king. I believe he's uh, the most loving being we've ever heard of. And I believe he, he cherishes me and that I am to glorify him forever. And I want to do that now and in the continuation of the next life with him. That's how I know I'm saved. That's all biblical. Not because I ask him into my heart. Yes.
1: Well, here's the... We're going to see anything. I mean that's right. Yeah, I, I, mean, I haven't figured out how not to. Well, we don't need Jesus if we don't sin. was right. point? What was the point? We would be perfect. Yes. What was the point of him dying on the cross? Yeah. Because people, of sin. People tend to think that perfect. We're we're absolutely.
0: You mean perfect. after you're saved, you're perfect, or like, just in general, like you don't sin at all? Oh well, that's I've, I've not met that person yet. I except for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you talking about the people that think that? The people oh, that yeah. think that? No, not possible. And, cause I asked the guy one time,
1: "Do you sin?" He said, "Sometimes." I said, "Well, obviously, you're, you're lying now because yeah, um, because you don't have to you don't have to just do anything anymore." Jesus said, "You you to think, think of think, think, think of murder." It, right.
0: You've already committed. Yeah. Well, so, just hatred. Hatred leads is right. the same as murder. Right. Um, you know, uh, I mean, lusting after someone is the same as adultery. Uh, there's no. You can't minimalize it. I mean, you're right. si- you're a sinner. You're you I mean, your flesh uh, is pulling you towards sin at all times. I mean, if the Paul, an actual disciple, an original disciple, mm-hmm. struggle with it, yes, what do you think we're gonna? Do? Right. Well, yeah, and 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 everyone did. Uh, the book of James outlines it very clearly. You're going to be tempted. Don't blame God for it. Don't blame Amen. Satan for it. You are the one. Who wants it. Right. And if you indulge in it, it gives birth to sin, which grows into a sinful life. And you have no one to blame but yourself. And and that's the book of James. Well let's let's move on real quick as we kind of wrap up this first episode today. Uh, just right off the top, what's your favorite book of the Bible? I mean uh, that's a hard one, right? I mean let's say this today, what's your favorite book of the Bible? Right now. Actually, Galat- I mean Galatians. Galatians. Well,
1: Paul wrote Galatians to the church in Galatia because mm-hmm. the Jews were trying to convert back to the law of Moses, right? right. And Paul told tells them that we don't yeah, we don't have to follow the law of Moses anymore because we're under the law of Christ. Mm-hmm. It's so when the Jews and the Gentiles didn't get along. The Jews hated the Gentiles. <laughs> right.
0: Yes. Jesus always had,
1: yes. in the, the Gentiles hated the Jews. Right. The, still do. For still some do. Time, yeah. And he's trying to tell them we're all one in Christ Jesus. Right. They didn't want to sit together in church. Yeah.
0: Even Peter, right?
1: Peter. He, Peter has some got, trouble with he it. He got in trouble for it. We have to remember we are not under the law of Moses anymore. We mm-hmm. are under grace. Right. Christ. The law of Christ. It's simple. Right. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Mm-hmm. And if you do that,
0: you'll be good. Right? You'll be fine. You'll be good. Love everybody uh, and do all that. What, what's, uh, your,
1: what's yours? Right now. So I'm going to have to say
0: right now because it does, it, it does fluctuate. Um, it... it uh, but right now, when we've been in the book of ezekiel for for most of this year, uh, and I had read through Ezekiel a couple of times, but i I had not studied the Book of Ezekiel. The Book of Ezekiel has absolutely opened my mind and my beliefs and my faith, and it is a spectacular book it It houses so much spiritual knowledge that is echoed throughout the books before it and the books after it, the New Testament, the Old Testament. It's so much information in there from this man Ezekiel. Uh, by this canal in Babylon, uh, he's looking. I mean, God has absolutely opened up Israel and what they're doing and why they're um, on the wrong side of the covenant. But but also he's talking of the Messiah. He's he's seeing images of how God moves in the spiritual world and how he um, how he sees everything and all the deeds of men and. Uh, and then you also see in that same one, how much he loved Israel and how much he just wanted them to, to do right and how he held his name up and why he does things. And, and the book of Ezekiel was just so beautiful. Uh, and, you know, uh, to know that it was one of the ones that almost didn't make it into the canon of scripture, I kind of see why now there's a lot of truth in there. So right now, uh, the book of Ezekiel, to me, if nothing else, is, is super fascinating Um, I love the book of James and I love the book of Jude because of their ferocity. It's like they put on the glove of truth and punched you in the mouth with it, right? It's a no apology. Um, Here's what it is. Be saved. Uh, They were even half brothers of Jesus Christ, converted after the uh, resurrection. And you can see their zeal going, don't be unbelievers like us. Believe and, and be glad that you have a way out. And, and I love those two books uh, greatly. Now, uh, I guess whatever I study next may become my favorite book for the, for the while, but- I wouldn't mind Revelation. Revelation, absolutely. The only book that says you'll be blessed by reading it, Revelation, uh, I love it when we hear any teachings on that. And, we're ha- and it's, it's unfolding before our eyes, and we're seeing more now and now that looks more like the book of Revelation. than I've often said the preachers for the last 200 years had to guess. We don't really have to guess how you can see an event all around the world in real time. We do it every day. How you could have a lot of the things that are shown in the Bible that John saw, we see that stuff every day as well. So I think we're getting closer to seeing the um, revelation unfold uh, and it's becoming a little more real uh, to us now. Uh, But let's conclude tonight. And uh, anything else you'd like to add, I appreciate uh, you sitting in tonight and and us doing this and getting episode one out. And everybody who listens, uh, listen for episode two. We'll start getting very topical from here on. Uh, We'll choose things that uh, will encourage you. We'll also open the Bible up to you and the truths up to you. And and folks, we're going to expose the world. Not that we have inside information, just at base level from the Bible. From the Bible, what we see happening, what the truth is. Um, we're actually hoping that it'll hit your heart and you'll say wow I want to know the truth of God I want to live for him now and then carry that on uh, through death which just means change we change over and live with him forever and go ahead and start doing that right now let me dismiss this in prayer great father God Lord, bless this uh, discussion Uh, let it go out to uh, any of those who are willing to listen Lord that they will hear your word and uh, the two of us speak of you And to give you the glory and the honor, Lord, and it is in your son Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. See you next time.